I got home from being out of town late last night. Yeah. It's about midnight. Walked into the kitchen. And your mom had made fresh blueberry muffins. They look so good. And they were amazing. Hello and welcome to the Resilient Lineage podcast, where we reflect on the past, anticipate the future, and discover what God is up to today. I'm Olivia. And I'm Milo. And at the end of today's podcast, we are going to mention a few people who have given us amazing feedback for this podcast. Yeah, what we did when we launched this podcast a few episodes ago, we uh, sent it to a close group of friends Mm -hmm. that we knew would provide us some feedback. Like more than attaboys, right? You know, that kind of honest of, uh, hey, we want you to listen to this and Mm -hmm. here's a set of questions and and give us some feedback. And so uh, we're going to mention those folks at the end of this podcast um, because we we just really appreciate what they provide us. We're not going to, it's not an exhaustive list because we're going to kind of let folks know as we move along the type of feedback we're getting and who we're getting it from. And uh, because we want your feedback as you're listening to this Um, and we'll talk about ways you can provide that to us. What are we talking about today? Today's topic is generosity. Generosity. Woo. All right, dictionary. I like defining our terms. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ever get into a conversation with somebody, one of the most, and like there's a debate and you're trying to like, mm-hmm. or, or not debate like because you're arguing, but for the purposes of figuring something out. Yeah. I've always learned it's uh, incredibly valuable to define your terms. So you're on the same level. So you're on the same page. So everybody's talking about the exact same thing. So when we talk about being generous, the Oxford Dictionary defines generosity or being generous as showing a readiness to give more of something as money or time than is strictly necessary or expected. So it's showing kindness towards others. Um, It can be large or more plentiful than is usual or necessary. Hmm. So generous is... Like if you made me a sandwich every day or I made you a sandwich every day. Yeah. Right. Maybe the first time wow, she's never made me a sandwich before. She's being super generous. But then if you do it every day, is that generosity? According to this definition, it wouldn't be. Right. Right. Because it would say a large or more plentiful than is usual or necessary. Mm-hmm. So maybe it would be generous because maybe it's not necessary. Right. Um. And, but it wouldn't be unusual. So anyway, it's 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 yeah. inter- when we start talking about generosity and how to live a generous life, I think it's good for folks to start thinking about this stuff. Yes. Um, so we're going to look at a passage of scripture yeah, yeah. that you're going to read here in just a sec. But let me kind of set up the background behind this. I found this passage of scripture um, in my devotions a few years ago, and it's it's lived with me ever since. I don't know if you've ever... Have you ever found that? Like there's a, like a, Mm -hmm. it's like a, somebody called it like a splinter in the mind. Like it's this thought that won't get away from you Mm -hmm. because of the way it sort of captures your imagination around a topic, um, sort of stays with you or, uh, that, that season in life you're in and you can never, you know, it might be a quote, it might be a verse, it might be something, but it sort of just, it hangs with you. So, um, the context that, that this really, hung with me on was when we were going through COVID, you know, was there's all this uncertainty and lockdown and people couldn't go anywhere and they couldn't do anything. And then there came a time when, um, restrictions started to ease up. Yes. And 
it was exciting. Like, cause now you can have more freedom, more freedom, like more where we were at, we were living in Spain at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have more, you could have people over Yeah. or you could go beyond a certain geographical point. Like there was this, there was these freedoms, uh, these boundaries that were being kind of opened up again. And one of the things I noticed was that during COVID, there was lots of people that were talking about, man, when, when these restrictions release, I'm going to have people over. Mm-hmm. Uh, when these restrictions released, I'm going to go visit so-and-so. When these restrictions release, I'm going to go do this, mm-hmm. this thing that would have been common but is now unusual or this thing that uh, I have been neglecting, I'm now going to take advantage of. Yes. If I had this, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And what it got me... Th- so uh, I was leading a congregation at the time. And when I, my, I, I found this passage of scripture, we're going to go over the notes mm-hmm. from that, that teaching I gave. But um, one of the things that I was concerned about was we can live with this idea that uh, if I only had more of something, then I would be generous. Mm. If I didn't have these restrictions in place, then I would have a posture of generosity. And my experience has generally been that when uh, we have, when those restrictions release in our life or we gain more resources, rarely does somebody become generous. They just become more of whatever they were before. Um, so that's the kind of the background behind the, 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 how we're kind of coming at this passage of scripture yeah. today. So with that said, you want to read it to us? Proverbs. I love, man, I love Proverbs. Proverbs yeah. is one of my favorites. The, 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 the book of Proverbs is one of my favorites. So Proverbs with wisdom. Yeah. Proverbs 25, 14. You want to yeah, read that yeah. for us? It says like clouds and wind without rain is a man who boasts of a gift. He does not give. All right. <laughs> so think about this. I had a, really like a lot of fun reading that. So, okay, so when you first read that passage, did it make sense to you? It took me a while because then usually before my dad and I have a podcast, we come with our notes and usually mine is a little altered and then he defines the terms, right? You got to define your terms. Yeah, we make sure we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah. And like when he explained it to me, I was like, oh, this is what that means. Well, and to be honest with you, when I first read it, I was like, I don't, I don't understand what this is saying. Like at first glance, we don't really talk this way right. anymore. So like culturally, it's a little distant mm-hmm. from how most of us talk in our vernacular in our day in and day out lives. So, um, so when I first read it, I was like, I think there's something here, but I don't know what it is. So I had to kind of camp out with it. So mm-hmm. the idea is, so this is this is what's in my mind's eye. Think of a farmer. You're a farmer. I'm a, a farmer. Far- we're a farmer. You're a farmer. Yeah. We're, on, we're on Olivia's farm. And um, you've just planted all your crops. Now, this is back in the day. Like, think of this as in biblical times. Mm-hmm. You don't have great irrigation systems. They're not no. sprinkler systems and things like that. They might have aqueducts, but there's not a way to you know, disperse water Mm -hmm. in an even way to make sure your crops are grow. So you become incredibly reliant upon rain. Yes. So you've planted your crops. We're rolling through the season. It's been dry for a while, which is not an uncommon thing. And then you see, you see some clouds rolling in, right? So there's something you need that you don't have access to that you can't manufacture. You can't create. 
you see the clouds roll in. And when you see, if you're a farmer and you see clouds. You get really excited. Yeah. Because. <laughs> this will bring me benefit. Yes. It's going to bring what we need. Exactly. Yes. And it's going to, um, it's going to help ensure that my investments pay off. Yes. It's going to help ensure that, that I get the harvest and then I'm able to responsibly provide for my family, responsibly provide for the community that's around me. It's going to help me, you know, maybe there's some goals I have with the resources I get from that heart. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all these things, but it's dependent upon that cloud rolling in. So with that in mind, you know, now when you read the passage of scripture, it's like, oh, it's like, oh there it is, right? You want to read it again yeah, yeah. to us with that kind of in mind? Yeah. So it says like clouds and wind without rain is a man who boasts of a gift he does not give. Okay, yeah. So basically, it's the proverb writer saying, you get these clouds, it's going to rain. This is going to be awesome. And then nothing happens. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, (laughs) oh, the rain did not come. Yeah, that was discouraging. Yeah. You know, and and on the other side of it, now my fears and anxieties and worries Mm -hmm. are, you know. Like, how is is this going to play out? Yeah. In my favor. Yeah. And I I think this is where... um, Man, we, uh, you know, my general perspective of our, of the age in which we live is that we are living an incredibly self-absorbed, yes. selfish time. It's probably always been that way. Mm-hmm. I think we just see it more on display now than ever before. Now that we have all these connections with social media or news or yeah, and I well, and I think with that, people are able to demonstrate. There's even a um, like like almost a selfishness. And self-indulgence is good yes. type attitude. It's yeah. it's almost like a virtue. Mm-hmm. Like indulgence is, if I'm indulging myself, if I can show you all these photos of where I've been yeah. and who I know and what I've done, that's a good thing. It, it, it raises my status. Mm-hmm. But it's not very humble. <laughs> yeah. Or even the, the, the flip side of that, which is the other piece here, it's like uh, for a while there was those instant... I know you're not on Instagram, but there was those posts where, uh, or YouTube shorts of folks like quote unquote practicing generosity to show like how benevolent they were mm. to folks, but it was just cause the cameras were there. Yeah. Have you seen those videos? Yes. There, yes. It's worth looking up just to kind of like, the, you know, kind of that faux, that mm-hmm. fake. Like, look how generous I am. Yeah. That, okay. So we're not talking about that. No. We're not talking about that. Um, we want to kind of resist that urge to be self-indulgent, yes. self-aware. So I think as a culture, as a community, when, when uh, you and I and our, our friends that's listening, when we, when you have something, well, one, you as a person, your family needs you to be generous. Yes. Your friends need you to be generous. The, the street you live on, your neighbors need you to be generous. Like, I think we all want to be around generous people. Mm-hmm. Question is, are we generous people? Mm-hmm. What are we doing to contribute to that type of environment? So here's some observations just about generosity. We're going to kind of walk through these yeah. with one another. So the first one, I'll, I'll go with the first one, and then you we can kind of go back and forth. Okay. Yeah. So first is this, um, you, you and I, a friend that's listening, okay, all of us, we we have something of value to give. And I think it's easy for folks at times to go, well, what I have isn't that valuable. Mm-hmm. Or that's, or what I'm willing to give 
I don't think there's value in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's like it, it, it's not what that person needs right now. Mm -hmm. Um, well, it maybe your mom's really good at this. Like we talked, we talked about muffins at the top of the we did. We love muffins, especially as mom homemade. Yeah, because they're made. They're homemade. They're made from scratch. There's that. They're Beth- like warm. There's uh, that Bethany love that's put in them. She makes the yes. homemade uh, glaze for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're really good. And um, one of the things that she's done is she's made muffins for people. Yes. Now I don't know if anybody's sitting there going, "I, you know what I really need today." A muffin. As <laughs> a muffin, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, is that, you know, I don't think anybody's going, I need a muffin in my life, mm-hmm. right? But that act of generosity says, hey, I'm thinking of you. Yes. It, it's it's a muffin. Now, I don't know how to make a muffin. So right. when your mom makes me muffins, I'm like, this is a ama- This is great. Yeah. Because God has given her the gift and the ability to make food. Yeah. And then when she's generous with that ability that God has given her. Right. So when you have something of value to yeah. give, it can make an impact on other people. Give it. So assess yeah. what are those things that you have, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's a part of, of and living I also a think generous that, life. Like um, definitely displays like in spiritual gifts. Like I definitely sure. see there's a connection. Yeah. That your spiritual gift might be different from someone else's. Like we were all oh, created yeah, yeah, yeah. in the likeness of God, but God created you different than your your parents or your siblings or your best friends or your teachers like the you you have a special um gift that the lord has given you so when you figure out what that is i think it's easy to discern what you need to do mm. and if you're comparing yourself to others you you probably won't be as generous as you should mm. be because you'll go like, well, the thing That's I'm bringing isn't as much value. Or the opposite. What I'm bringing is of tremendous value. Mm. And maybe sh- people should be paying me for that. I mean, No, what, that's so true. Right? So it, it, there's kind of these two Sides. ditches. Yeah. Um, okay. You wanna, what, what, what's another observation? Okay. Your gifting is evident to others. Yeah. Whether you know it or not. Whether you want it to be or right. not. Right. Yeah. Now, we're not meaning this like I should make it evident to others because mm-hmm. that comes out of a different... Sure. That's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be like... Um, <laughs> you know, I can imagine your mom. Hi, my name is Bethany, and I'm incredible at making muffins. So I will bring you some tomorrow. I will bring you some. No, I'm good. No, I'm bringing you... You, you will have my muffin. Like, that's not <laughs> what we're talking about. Yes. Um, I, what we're talking about is... Like the thing you're now, like I, I sometimes, um, I did this quite a bit in the past and I was, con- the Lord convicted me about it where I would do something and because it was relatively easy for me to do and because it, it didn't, re- I didn't feel like it required much, um, effort mm-hmm. or preparation, then it must not be that valuable. But people are like, no, 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 no. This is, you should be doing this thing. You should be part of this. You should be involved with this because it's evident that you're, it's just natural. It's like, nah, I don't, I'd rather, you know, I feel like if I'm doing something hard or difficult, then the act of generosity is more meaningful. Mm. And that's not, the, those two things don't have to go together. No. 
Um, but people can see you. They can see what you bring to the table uh, or, or what you're capable of bringing to the table yeah. um, for your family, for your loved ones, for your neighbors, for your, you know, classmates, for, mm-hmm. you know, whatever context, for your church, for whatever context you find yourself in. Um, okay, third, the third observation is that, um, you know, so again, thinking about those, cl- like a cloud that's going to bring rain to the field, right? So mm-hmm. it, it bring, it's bringing value, it's evident to everybody else. The third thing is this, uh, the community will be enriched by your giving. So if you think of that, that cloud with, you know, rain, mm-hmm. when it rains on that field, the community benefits greatly, it, tremendously because of that. Um, and so by, by you being generous, it's more than just, here's a thing I have to give to somebody else who now has that thing. It's like, no, it does something different in the community. There's a culture shift. Uh, there's something, I think there's something spiritual that happens between people, um, when it's done with a posture of generosity, that's, that's healthy and that's good for, uh, for that community folks are part of. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And then our last point is we all have the choice to give it. To give is your the choice to give is yours. It is a choice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was just like yeah. Yes. So give generosity is not something that, you know, is very popularized right now. Why do you think that is? Uh, well, again, like what you were saying, like the world is a very dark and, you know, self-oriented and self-indulged thing that's like, do what's best for you. Mm, yeah. yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I think people don't want to sacrifice what's valuable to them. And so people, when they're given the choice, hey, you have the choice to be generous and make an impact on those, whether you know it or not, or just keep what you have and don't worry about other people's lives. Because why would you care about other people's lives? Mm. Like just worry about yourself. Yeah. Because you know the real troubles in your life. So people really opt out because they don't want judgment. They don't want um, maybe even attention from a certain crowd of people that, yeah. So it can be very, yeah, so the choice is yours. Mm. And I think you know, my encouragement is like, it's easy to look back and go like, oh, I'm generous. Mm. Okay, why? Why? What's the evidence? Well, every Christmas I do this thing for these people. Okay, great. Not and, saying that's bad. And again, great. Um, but what does that look like in March? Mm. When there's not really any big holidays, there's not any really big needs. In fact, I used to work, um, used to be on the board of a, inner city mission in, uh, in Portland. Mm. And one of the things I, I learned from those folks was, uh, the, the folks that worked there was like, everybody wants to volunteer in November and December, mm. uh, because that's when we're feeling generous, right? That's, you it's know, it's a season of giving. Yeah. It's a, you know, you got the spirit of Thanksgiving and then you roll into Christmas and the spirit yeah. of giving and all of this sort of stuff, which is fantastic. And it was very much this like, which is great. Again, we don't want to discourage people from being no. helpful and generous, but we really need the help in March. Mm-hmm. We really need the help in Jan, you know, the second, third week in January when it's bitterly cold outside and folks need, 
you know, support then. Um, we, you know, what, so that would be the thing is, is what does it look like to turn this into a, a posture of life mm. that is not a choice I make every now and then, but it's part of how I, I've sort of chosen to budget my time, my finances, my giftings, my resources yes. in a way that is of, of service to others. So, you know, as I said at the, uh, the beginning, when I, when I, I came across this passage, it was in the context of uh, COVID restrictions starting to get loosened up, um, or, or and, and then there was projection that they were going to loosen up even more. And so with that, that was kind of the backdrop. So this is kind of a, a concern I have, just even for myself that I carry, um, that I try to keep at the front of our, your, you know, our mind as a family, uh, for myself. And then I, as your mom and I figure out how to set our priorities, how we can be an example to, to you mm-hmm. and your brother and, you know, and then those that we have a chance to know and have an influence over, um, is this, is that when, when restrictions become less and less, right? So think about this, like right now you have, like you're, you're a senior in high school, you got a part-time job, you got babysitting gigs, you've got a limited amount of time, right? Cause you, you, you yes. know, you're working several nights a week, um, you've got a limited amount of relational bandwidth. You've got a limited amount of finances available to you, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing with your mom and I, right? That there's there's a finiteness to those things. There's only 24 yeah. hours in the day. There's only, you know. I the, don't have all the time in the world. Yeah, I can only make a certain amount of money due, due to the responsibilities that mm-hmm. I carry and, and our calling to execute on those responsibilities. So the question becomes when those restrictions become less and less, Right. So I make more money now than I did 15 years ago. I make, I have different relationships now than I did, uh, different relationships of influence now mm-hmm. that I did 15 years ago. You know, for you. So when you think, think, you know, next year you'll be in college, four years after that, graduated, but, you know, what are your relational dynamics mm-hmm. going to be? Like, what, you know, what's that? Who knows what life's going right. to look like at that point? Um, there's a uh, there's a there's a mentality to think well when I have less of these restrictions that's when I'll be generous but my experience generally speaking has been that when people have less restrictions they actually become more self indulgent yes so um, you know I I have I, I'm paid more money okay great what are you gonna do to be more generous mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, we're looking at moving and going to get a bigger house and get mortgage is going to be more and get a new car and it means we can take this nicer vacation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's all these kind of luxury creeps that yeah. come in. And again, that's not, there's nothing wrong with getting no. a nicer house or a nicer car. I just think, you know, I've had the chance to sit down with a lot of folks, a lot of folks, you know, we, I've been in ministry since 1999 wasn't even alive. You weren't even born. Um, and back in the 90s when I was a minister, right? I um, wish I was in the 90s. <laughs> you know what would have been really cool? What? If I was born on December 31st, 1999. Oh, you think so? Because the, then, cause the then end could... of the whole like year and like century. <laughs> but no. I was born in 2005. I love five though, so... Five is a good number. Two thousand five is like that's a solid number to it be born is. in. Anyway, okay, so sorry. No, you're fine. 
Um, my point is like, I've sat down with folks that, you know, want to rework their budget and get it in alignment with their values and priorities and what they feel, you know, the Lord is calling them to. And, or even folks that, that spiritually, they're not even that place, but they're open to that kind of dialogue. And we've sat down and I, I, Olivia, almost without fail, everyone has talked about being generous. And I believe that. But then when they sit down to go do their budget... Oh, I don't, I don't have that. Well, we'll go through yeah. it, and I'll ask the question. I'm like, okay, this is great. What, what are you doing about generosity? And anytime I, I give a, a budget to folk, like a thing to fill in, you and I have sat down and done yeah, this, yeah. right? Um, like when I sit down and I kind of go through it with them, there's always a, a, a section on generosity, um, and it's always blank. Hmm. And when I ask them, but I'm like, well, why is this blank? And they're like, well, I, you know, by the time I filled in all of my budget, there wasn't anything left over for that. It's like, okay, well, that's, yeah. that's oftentimes a posture uh, that people have towards generosity. Mm. That, that it's, I, I'm generous because I have extra. Oh, yeah. Um, not because it's a strategic value that I'm going to be living with. Mm. Um. So these are some observations. We, we've laid out some observations yeah, yeah. that um, my observations, particularly uh, as I've been the, the beneficiary of somebody whose people have been generous to us. Mm. Um, you want to read that first? Yeah, yeah. So it says, the faith of a giver operates from a place of abundance and not of scarcity. What do you think of that? Well, kind of like what you just talked about where people kind of lay out their priorities mm. and I'll give whatever's left over left yeah. over and that's not putting generosity first mm -hmm. not that it has to go first but like putting it last you often save more money in other pockets of your life but even like being generous doesn't have to be just money like it could be time or talent. Absolutely. Like, it, generosity is nothing that can... I mean, it can cost you your time or your money, but, you know, so... Yeah, and, and I think... And the reason why I, I talk about... And maybe it's to a fault, so I'm glad you pointed this out. Like, the reason why I talk about money is because that's usually the one that you can see it. Mm, that's true, though. Right? Um, time... Time, you can also see it. If you're good at tracking your calendar and things like that, you know, look at your calendar, look at your week. Where were you generous? Mm. Where did you come alongside someone and do something that was unexpected, that mm -hmm. was a value to them, that that was um, you know, kind of coming back to this definition that yeah. we talked about at the beginning that was unusual in its in its, you know, in yeah. what it offered. Like, where was that at? Mm. And and I think that's funny. Like, you know, and if it's fuzzy, it's like, I don't see it there. Then my question, again, it's not to beat anybody up, no. but the, I think the good question to ask ourselves is like, okay, well, do I really believe in being generous? Mm. Uh, do I believe that's something I should be? Does that, do I think that's something? Should I practice that? Should I practice that? Is that something that my family needs? Is that something my neighbors need? Like, you know, kind of going back to those audience of influence. Yeah that I have, do I, am I practicing that? Now, this idea of abundance versus scarcity, this is something I, I struggle with to this day. Hmm. Um, so, in a, in, and uh, 
so an abundant mentality versus a scarcity mentality, right? So a scarcity mentality looks and goes like, well, this is all we got. So this is all we could do. This is all I'm willing to afford. Yeah. Which is in, on the one hand, maybe coming from a good place of stewardship and realistic expectations and, and not over wanting to over promise and under deliver and things like that. Keep your word. Right. Mm -hmm. But you know, really it's kind of dialing it back. And this is the piece I was challenged with was, so the church we were part of in Oregon, Grace Chapel. Yeah. Um, shout out to them. Shout out to Grace. Hey, love, Mike. <laughs> love the pastors <laughs> there and uh, the folks that are, are part of there. It's, we consider that to be our home church. We just absolutely love them. They, yes. Um, when I came on staff, I was working with the financial administrator, Tony Allen, and uh, she said, as I was kind of getting oriented to the staff, she said, Milo, we have chosen from the beginning to be a church that will give ourselves away. Hmm. That what do people need? And that will be our posture. And then uh, you know, I, I was recently out there um, doing some things. Like two and, days ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, spoke at a couple of events that they held. And um, and I was talking with one of the staff members. They were like, yeah, well, you know, we want to be a church that gives itself away. Which is, be- I mean, this church was started uh, in, in 1998, I think. And so... Hmm. Like this posture has is built into the DNA of the church, mm. and and it was really it was my time there that I I noticed this idea of abundance versus scarcity. Yeah. Um, that okay from this place, you know, am I hesitant to be generous because I don't think there's going to be enough? And I don't think there's going to be enough. Is it because I'm not trusting the Lord as I should? If I know the Lord's asking me to do something, yes. then where's that hesitation coming from? Mm. Because he promises to give abundantly above all we could ask or think. Yes. So uh, am I, and that's, you know, am I, do I trust that? Do I believe that? It doesn't mean I live irresponsibly. Right. But what's the posture of my heart? Is it one of scarcity or is it one of abundance? Um, the other thing that I've learned uh, from from folks that are generous is that the focus of the giver is on acting in the interests of others. So it's not, you know, I have, I'm feeling bad about myself. So I'm going to go volunteer somewhere. Mm. Now I'm not going to tell that person to not go volunteer. Right. But Acts of generosity are not intended to boost your self-esteem. Yes. <laughs> that's a byproduct. Yeah. Like that's the result. That's the fruit. That's the, 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 the you know, mm-hmm. that's a nice to have. The posture of a generous person is to go like, well, what's their need? That's what I want to come along inside. Not what they can do for me, but what can I do for them? Yeah. And, you know, I may be generous. Like I remember one time I... There was this homeless guy and he was standing outside of a Burger King and he was, he was crazy. Like, and I don't mean that in a, to be disrespectful, disrespectful. Like he, I think he legitimately had mental problems. Like couldn't make eye contact with, with mm-hmm. me. His sentences were real short. He was real jumpy. Like he was obviously somebody that needed significant, uh, mental health, mm-hmm. um, mental health resources. But at the mo- in the moment, because I, I was with some friends and they went into go into the store that I didn't care about. And so I was outside just kind of walking along the street and waiting for him. And I 
saw this guy and he's standing outside and um, I walked up to him and I was like, you okay? And he's like, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. And I was like, okay, um, do you want me to get you some breakfast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it was in the morning. And so we yeah. went into the Burger King and I was like, what do you want? I don't care, I don't care. Like everything was in threes. And anyway, mm-hmm. I bought him this uh, meal and he got it. And in like, as I'm paying it, the lady, you know, we pay for it. We're waiting. The lady brings the food. She gives uh, she gives it to me and then I give it to the guy and then he just walks out. Doesn't say thank you. Mm-hmm. Doesn't give me a chance to sit down with him and talk to him anymore. It was just, he was gone. Took what he needed. Yeah. And I remember initially there was this like, well, that was rude. So then I had to kind of go like, okay, but I didn't do this to be appreciated. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do this. You saw a need. I didn't do this to get a pat on the back yeah. and going like, oh, thank you, man. That was so good of you. So Which nice. is so easy to do. It's easy to slip into that, right? And and I remember like that feeling welling up in me and kind of going, okay, well, no, hold on, Milo. Step back. God, what are you showing me right now? Mm-hmm. Spirit, what are you showing me is in my soul, this natural desire to want to be appreciated. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be appreciated. No. But is that the thing that I put as a governor on my generosity? Mm. Or am I being, is my generosity in response to the needs that people have? Um, and to me, that's the, that's always something that I, I've learned to kind of mm. assess the need. And sometimes people are asking for stuff that's like, bro, that's not your need. Right now, you don't need another dollar. What you need right now is a job. Mm-hmm. And I have some point of context I can get you. Um, so anyway, yeah, you want to go over our next one? So the mentality of a giver seeks a benefit to others that exceeds personal gain. Mm. What do you think that means? Well, I think that, you know, cause it's like the mentality of a giver, like you do something not to get something in return. Mm. So like that act of stewardship kind of like welcoming your new neighbors, right? You want them to feel welcome. You want them to um, come to you when they're in need. Yeah. You set that up. So you go over, you bring muffins, (laughs) (laughs) knock on their door. This is the muffin episode. Yeah, it's not, it is. (laughs) We should call it that. The muffins to generosity. Oh, hold on. I'll write that down. Muffins to generosity. Muffins to generosity. Um, Now, when you go give your neighbors, do you expect muffins back? Oh, that's a group. Like, do you like... Here's my raspberry ones, but you know what'd be really good if you next week you brought me banana ones, banana chocolate, <laughs> banana bread would be great. Like you don't do that. Here's what I make that's good. What do you make that's good? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally. Or even have you noticed um, people who are like, "Hey, do you have a dollar? Mm. I'll just pay you back." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Well, you don't need. It's just a dollar. Like I don't. Like it's okay." I mean, you know, right now my financial status is a little questionable <laughs> that I might need the dollar, but, you know, honestly, like they're coming to me because they know they can come to me. And I think that's a really, it's a reputation that you appreciate, not one that you want to boast about. Yeah. But like when people come to you, like, and they're like, Hey, can you do this for me? Sometimes I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah. sometimes it comes from a selfish heart, but then when you recognize that it's a need then it's really easy to like, yeah, I'm going to help you. It, and I think it's, it's so, and it's subtle. 
Mm. Like I think in the some of the big areas, like, and I'm embarrassed. I still I know this as well as I do because this is something I should let go of. <laughs> and I think, well, I'll share the story. Um, so it's a senior in high school, your age. Wow. And, Dad uh, was young. Uh, once upon a time. Man of the campus. Um, and a group of us had gone out to see a movie. Hmm. Uh, the movie was Speed. With, with uh, Keanu Reeves yes. and Sandra Bullock. Yeah, yeah. And um, so we go out and there was a guy, I, we'll call him George. That wasn't his name, but I don't, because I don't want to speak ill of him. But uh, we go out and, uh, and George didn't have enough money hmm. for the movie ticket, which was fine. And, um, and I think he needed, he needed some, anyway, he needed more. He also needed a little bit more money. Like he had forgotten his wallet or something like that. I can't remember what the circumstances were. I just know George didn't have the money. So I reached in my wallet. I pulled out a 20 and I said, here's a 20. Just pay me back whenever you can. No big deal. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like I have the money at home. I just don't have it with me. Appreciate it. Um, I'll pay it back. George has never paid me back. <laughs> now, I, I, here's, I bring that up because I'm embarrassed I remember that story. Because <laughs> it's kind of like resentment, right? It, well, it could be, it right? It could come it, from it that. It could be like come from a place of like unforgiveness mm. and resentment. Mm-hmm. And I'm never giving George another dollar again. And, yeah. He lost his chance. Yeah, he's a one and done type thing. Um, but, I, but it was what I... I remember it was like a week went by and he never said anything and two weeks went by and he never said anything. And then we graduated from high school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think I have seen him once since then. Really? Yeah. And I, I share that because, um, what I learned from that experience was if I'm going to, if there's somebody who's in need, like in this moment, I mean, not seeing the movie speed as a need, but like you're with your friends, right. and, um, like just be generous. It doesn't take a lot. Like I could have gone, Hey man, here's a 20. He's like, oh, I'll pay you back. I'm like, whatever. Don't like worry in about my it. head, I could have, I could have assumed the posture of like, I'm never going to see that money again. And I'm okay with that. Like I'm not mm-hmm. giving this. To have it in return. So I can have my it, benefit back. To get it back, mm-hmm. to be seen as a guy who, you know, can help his friend out of a bind. Like, that's yeah. not why I'm doing any of this. I'm doing this because I want George to be with us and have a movie. And the benefit for, to him outweighs mm. outweighs what I'm going to get out of this. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Um, last one. Final point. Final point. The success of a giver positions others and enhances their success. So here, okay. So let's get back to this. Uh, I'm going to get back to the George story. Okay. Uh, Cause this is so silly, but I think it, 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 I think it principally works at that level mm. and I think it scales up into the rest of our lives. So with George, the reason why I had $20 in my wallet was because I worked for your grandfather in construction Yes. and compared to all my classmates, who had part-time jobs, you know, working at Taco Time. Um, have you ever heard of Taco Time? No. They actually make really good soft tacos. <laughs> nice. I preferred Taco Time over Taco Bell. <laughs> that, those, that was a big competition back in the day. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, um, 
I, I was making good money cause I was working in construction mm-hmm. and, uh, I mean doing hard work right. and I was working, you know, insane amount 40, of hours. 50 hours a week. Yeah. yeah. So it was, uh, it was a lot of work. Like and, a full-time job. Yeah. Uh, just during the summer and winter breaks yeah. and anytime the school was out, Papa took me to a job site and dropped me off. Um, uh, so I bring that up because I, so I had money yeah. on me because I had a really, I had worked hard and I had a good paying job. The question is, why did I work? Why did I have a good paying job? Because my father gave it to you. Provided me. Yeah. He was generous enough to provide me a job. Right. And so it was one of those. And why could he do that? Well, because he had been successful. Mm. That's a good point. Right. That's a really good illustration. So because he had been successful, he he could afford for there to be a 18-year-old kid, um, you know, young man serving as a day laborer in and out, unskilled, right? Because I didn't mm-hmm. have a lot of formal training at that time. But learning the trade. I was so he he could carve out that kind of generosity, which then allowed me to earn, you know, a paycheck and you know and learn a skill and learn how to work with other people and how to build things and and then that positioned me one day at the movie theater to be generous towards George. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the kind of cascading thing yeah. that that we could do now you know maybe george took that 20 bought you know i think movie ticket back then was like three dollars and 72 cents or something like that so he didn't need the i don't know what he did with that other the rest Mm. of the money but in some ways it doesn't matter did he use that to benefit someone else Mm. or did that position him to be and maybe there was a time when he was like you know i remember when somebody spotted me i can't remember who it was but there was somebody who spotted me when i didn't have my wallet with me one day right Mm -hmm. like there's this there's this benefit to others that sets them up for success. Now, whether or not they are successful, that's not for me to draw into the equation. Mm -hmm. What am I going to do with the success that's been provided to me? Mm. And am I setting others up for generosity from that? That's a really good point. Yeah. Um, We want to be successful with this. Yes. And we have some folks that have been generous to us. Yes, we have. Given um, us some great feedback. Yeah, you want to uh, kind of walk through who those folks are? Yes. So the first person on our list that gave us amazing feedback is Mark Martin. Oh. We love Mark Martin. Mark gave us, um, like, Mark is a professional. Like, he does, he provides this kind of feedback. He's not messing around. He is not messing around. But he does it humbly. And oh. does not do it to hurt our feelings. He gave us amazing advice that we should take that we have actually practiced in this episode. At yeah. least I have. Yeah. And um, one that he sees that this can help this podcast grow. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, Mark, thank you very much. Uh, the, your your generosity towards yes. us is paying. And we off. also met him at Grace Chapel. Um, our home church. Why don't Why don't you share that one and okay. then uh, that one? I got one. you. Okay. So the second person is my friend, Rachel Brandle. Shout out to you. <laughs> I know she's probably like smiling right now, but um, 
we co-lead a Bible study with one of my other friends, but she gave me great input and... You read me her text. Yes. And she's... And she's... It was like really well-spoken. It was. So uh, Rachel, who's a sophomore in high school... Yeah, two years younger than me. Yeah. It's like Rachel... On fire for God. Way to go. Like good, good directive feedback. And then the last one. Uh, do, read that. Mm-hmm. Read that one. My aunt, Aunt Mary. Yeah, your your aunt, Mary who Tins. had, which is my sister. <laughs> she had nothing bad to say about you at all, and she provided me a <laughs> tremendous amount of constructive feedback that was really valuable. She sent it to me in a text, and yes. then I had a chance to have dinner with them a couple days ago. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she gave me even more feedback, which was really <laughs> good. Um, and so, you know, it's it's uh, it's always good. Yes. Uh, to have people in your life who are generous with their feedback. Yes. Uh, so. so thank you uh, to those. We got some other shout outs we're going to do in other episodes. Yeah. Um, so thank you for uh, listening. Uh, you can follow us on uh, Apple Podcasts and uh, Spotify Podcasts as well. If you get on there, rate and review this podcast, mm-hmm. uh, be generous. If you could be generous towards us with that, yes. that would be huge. Uh, it'll kind of help us uh, boost our visibility. Um, you'll, you'll give us that opportunity to gain some traction. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also email us at info at thisresilientchurch.com. Uh, we're always looking for ways to deepen the quality and expand the impact of this podcast. So if you have some ideas on how we could do that or how we could part with you, we we welcome that sort of input. So I uh, want to thank you for taking the time to listen today, joining us in this conversation yes. on generosity. Yes. So muffin to generosity, is that what we're going to call it? Yes, definitely. All right, that's what we'll call it. We love blueberry muffins.